welcome to the Witchy Work Wishes podcast, a place to find your weekly inspiration for bringing your personal witchcraft practice into your business, work, and office. Welcome to Witchy Work Wishes. I am your host, Charlene, and you're joining me today for episode number 15, Working with the Elements. And this podcast is all about the element of fire. This is a four-part series that will go over each of the elements. I did talk about the element of water back on a December podcast. I will have the earth element on a podcast next month. And then the element of air will air in March. (laughs) But for today, it is all about fire. Um, Okay, let's see. I always like to pull and review three things I did over the weekend to help with my witchcraft practice uh, before jumping into the main topic. And this weekend was so nice for me on many levels. I really had the best weekend or, you know, for me, it was good. You know, I I didn't see a soul. I didn't interact at all. I was home with a fire in the fireplace, snuggling with my animals and listening to the rain all weekend. I baked and I cooked, I watched a couple of cooking shows, Um, I cleaned and I organized, I worked on my goals, which I'll finalize this coming weekend with the new moon, Um, I read more of my book, and you know, I just was. Uh, Okay, so the first thing I did was just perfect for today's topic, actually, it was to do a little bit of fire magic with my fireplace. I said my intentions before, you know, starting the fire and made sure my hearth was tidy and in order uh, for me and my home to absorb the energy the fire shared. Saturday and Sunday were both rainy days, so I was able to keep the fire going all weekend. The crackling sounds, the smell of the cedar, and the images of the flames dancing brought such a level of peace to me. The balance of the rain falling outside and the fire going inside actually stopped me in my tracks many times throughout the two days. And I was so very appreciative of of how happy I truly felt. Uh, let see, I also did a carpool and I enjoyed spending some time with the animal oracle deck by the fire in getting my direction for the coming week. The second one was to work on my drafted goals for 2023. I pretty much finished up this weekend but I am waiting on the final draft to be done with the energy of the new moon this coming weekend. So I can write the you know posted version and start putting everything into motion. I am really happy about the draft. Most always I have a bunch of work and career goals written down, but my work goals are in motion. I made them last year and I need to keep steady on that path and work hard to make it all come together. I am already seeing results and loving the changes I have been working on. So I don't need any new goals in that area of my life. So this year I really am focusing on myself and self-care. My word for 2023 is balance. And I have many things I'm excited to work on to bring more balance to my life. Uh, The third was a little kitchen magic. I did some extra cooking for myself this week, which also ties into my 2023 goals of self-care. Being an empty nester, I have really become very lazy in my cooking. Um, And I have uh, let that side of baking and cooking, you know, that I truly enjoy slip away. So it's one of my goals to work on this and produce good options for me to eat, even if it's only me eating. Uh, 
Uh, and so in addition to my meal prep uh, for my work week breakfasts and lunches, I did some baking for my office, which is always special to me. I'm able to add my intentions and good wishes for my employees in the baking I do for them. Uh, I do this by you know, saying my intentions as I'm adding the ingredients and whisking clockwise to incorporate the success into my mixture. So this weekend, I, you know, I cleaned my kitchen, I organized a bit, um, I lit my kitchen candle before I started baking. My kitchen candle is almost always going. It's a routine I do even in the middle of summer when it's hot. For my office though, I grabbed a baker's mix box of cinnamon roll blondie bars and added a touch of my own cinnamon and cloves to the mixture so I could personalize it. I also made my own frosting and decorated the bars with love. So I have a picture posted of my batch on Instagram if you want to see how they turned out. Uh, they were super yummy and my house smelled amazing while the bars were baking. Okay, moon status this week. So as this podcast airs, our beautiful moon is wrapping up in her last quarter waning phase and will be a magnificent new moon or dark moon on Saturday uh, the 21st. Uh, this is a perfect time to write down your intentions and spend time seeing the future results, you know, visualize them. What does it look like? What does it feel like when your intentions are fulfilled? Write them down. You can use a crystal to hold the paper in place. Um, be sure to use the full cycle of our moon to let that energy work. For dark moon workings, this is a good time to connect with the darkness within. Spend a little time with yourself and understand your true feelings and emotions. Okay, let's jump into today's topic, working with the element of fire. If you are new to my Witchy Work Wishes podcast, uh, I pull topics from my own wish list of things I would like to incorporate into my work routine and business world. And on the podcast, I break down the main topic into three areas, which is usually like some general history on the subject, um, then specifically working with it in our practice, and then how to incorporate it into our jobs and office. So Topic today is the element of fire, and I have it uh, broken down into what the elements are, specifically fire, how to use and work with the elemental energy of fire, and then bringing the element of fire into your work and office. What is the element of fire? The, the four elements are fire, water, air, and earth, and you will most always see them represented with a pentacle symbol, and I know this has different different interpretations. I mentioned that on the on the water episode. Um, but for me and this podcast today, actually all of my elemental podcasts, I'll be referring to the Western version of the pentacle, a five-pointed star representing the spirit and the four physical elements of fire, water, air, and earth. So what is elemental magic? So it really is getting down to the basic balance of everything in nature. In my personal opinion, the elements provide a harmony that we can either flow with or fight against. They each represent an energy in nature and a vibration that connects us all. So back on my episode on the element of water, I talked about the Greek philosopher Empedocles and how he believed the elements were the root of all that was created. And Hippocrates, who we know as the father of medicine, believed in treating his patients with natural remedies and took the workings of Empedocles to create the four humors of the body. The symbols of our four elements are um, a single triangle for fire with the point up, 
a single triangle for water with the point down. Air is a triangle pointed up with a line across the middle. And Earth is a triangle pointed down with a line across the middle. So the element of fire is something very important to me. And though it does not match my sun or moon astrological signs, it does match my rising sign. More importantly, though, I have always worked with fire long before I adopted the witchcraft way and workings. And everything is just perfect for recording this podcast today. <laughs> it could not have lined up better. I have a nice, quiet, rainy afternoon right now. And of course, I have a fire going in my fireplace. So the element of fire comes in many forms. We have you know, candles, um, hearth fires, lanterns and torches, and wood and bonfires. Ashes from fire are also considered part of the element of fire since they carry the workings and magic of the fire itself. Uh, typical characteristics of the element of fire are inspiration, confidence, passion, and creativity. Fire is associated with new beginnings, energy, and war. And the three zodiac signs with fire are Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. The full moon is associated with, with fire, um, as well as the color red, orange, and gold. And our direction for fire is south. Now, fire can have two sides to it, like anything really. Um, as much as fire can be about destruction and the end of something, it can also be about new beginnings and the start of something fresh. In both instances, fire is transformation. And we could probably all agree <laughs> the discovery of fire for humankind changed our future success. And really, fire was probably the most sacred element to our ancestors. They could you know, travel to find water. They, of course, walked on the earth and they breathed in the air. But fire, we had to discover that one. And without that discovery, I just don't know what our civilization would look like today. Fire protected our ancestors. Um, you know, wildlife would stay away at night when a fire was burning. Fire was used to cook food and provide warmth. And really, fire is the element that allowed us to thrive and dominate. Our two most common and recognizable deities associated with the element of fire are Hestia and Bridget. But in researching the element of fire in more depth, it seems as though just about every practice has a fire deity. The Greeks and Romans have Athena, um, who is a volcanic goddess and said to have the most active volcano in Europe located in Sicily, called after her, Etna. Uh, Feronia is the Roman goddess of fire. In the African Yoruba religion, Oya, I'm hopefully I'm saying that right, O-Y-A, is the goddess ruling over their fire and magic. The Hindu tradition has Agnia, whose uh, name means born or blessed by fire. Amaterasu is the sun goddess in Japanese mythology. And then in the Aztec religion, Chantiko is the goddess of the family's hearth fires. Vesta and Peel are well known as well as um, Horus, Prometheus, and Vulcan. There are more deities you can work with, so I encourage you to look into all of the gods and goddesses. Um, but I pulled Hestia and Bridget to research more myself. Hearth magic and you know hearth and home in general are very important to me. So I pulled Hestia as one of the deities to look into further. 
Hestia is a Greek goddess of fire, the hearth, and home. And the story goes that she is the firstborn to Cronus and Rhea, and that her father, Cronus, swallowed her whole. She was released by her brothers, Zeus and Hades. Uh, Hestia did not want to marry and stayed single her whole life. Uh, Because of this, Zeus made Hestia the ruler over all sacrifices made to the gods. Now, uh, Bridget, also sometimes called Brig, is the great mother goddess of Ireland and is represented by an eternal flame. It is said that when she was born, uh, fire and flames came out of the home that stretched all the way up to the sky. And since she was born in the morning, you know, right as the sun was dawning, it looked like her house was on fire. Bridget is uh, also known as the triple goddess and not the same triple goddess like, you know, the maiden, mother, and crone, but that of three selves, like sister selves. Um, One being the lady of healing waters, another being the goddess of the sacred flame, and then the third being the goddess of the fertile earth. For our fire element, uh, crystal and stones, we'll want to use amber, bloodstone, carnelian, garnet, fire opal, gold, ruby, sunstone, and tiger's eye. Our fire animals will be the tiger, lion, lizard, bee, ladybug, and scorpion. And our nature spirits will be the salamander, dragon, and phoenix. Our fire element plants and herbs are the thorn, holly, basil, garlic, sunflower, juniper, ash, cacti, cinnamon, ginger, nettle, and thistle. The bougainvillea plant is also part of the fire element, and so is my beloved coffee. (laughs) Uh, The two ruling planets uh, with fire are Mars and the sun. Now, I did an episode on Wednesday being Mars Day back in December, and I'll be doing one on Sunday being the sun's day in April. Okay, how to use and work with the element of fire. So if you're like me and you know fire is an element that speaks to your core, it's really a calling I've had for a very long time, you're probably doing a bunch of fire magic already. If not, I have some good suggestions. So if you want to work with Hestia, first do a little research, you know, uh, more research about her. Dedicate some space. Of course, you know, a spot in the kitchen or by your fireplace is perfect. You can give offerings to her, you know, like the Greek, give your first sacrifice or taste when cooking. Um, Really any fire ritual will call Hestia, whether it's in your fireplace or your kitchen. But also uh, candle magic. I have a kitchen candle going when I'm cooking and baking and Although it's been said you should never blow out a candle when working with her. Uh, my kitchen candle, you know, is lit and blown out often. It's a really big candle. So um, hopefully I'm not pissing her off <laughs> by doing that. But really anything in um, anything to do in your kitchen, you know, especially if you cook with or make bacon or pork, um, and specifically if you make bread of any kind, will call Hestia to your home. There are other areas in the home and, you know, like volunteering in your community that Hestia favors too. But the element of fire, you know, you can fire up your stove to boil water for your tea. You can burn a fire in your fireplace in her honor and dedicate your kitchen cooking to her. Of course, next would be, you know, Brigid. Um, same thing, do some research on her and see how best you can devote some time to her. Uh, just remember when working with fire, 
This element is both destructive and creative. It's a masculine energy, and you're going to need to have the strength to control it. I think for that reason, a lot of people like to start with candle magic. You know, candles are a controllable um, force. <laughs> so it's a nice way to begin your fire workings. So fire magic can be used for divination. This is called pyromancy, and it is the process of looking into the burning flames and then watching them move and dance or, you know, watching the smoke rise or maybe even watching something burn in the fire to gain information. It might be a meditative state or an altered state of mind where you see something in the fire, or it may just be a calm state where you ask a question while looking at the fire. You'll need to interpret the images that come to you. Same with the smoke rising. The direction of the smoke can provide you with answers as well. The ash of a fire can also be used. I have actually not done this one, but you can ask a question. Um, you know, when your fire's done and you have the ashes there, you can ask a question and write yes on one side and write no on the other side in the ashes. You know, leave them overnight untouched. And the word that remains in the morning is your answer. I don't know if this will work well for a home fire, you know, in your fireplace, um, unless maybe the fire is not, you know, completely out. But in a fire pit, uh, fire, excuse me, fire pit outside, um, this will work with the ashes so they can be interpreted. Candle magic is widely used, even if fire workings is not something that is much of a calling. There are so many rituals that call for the use of candles. Um, but if you're going to use the flame of a candle specifically for energy work, you'll need to make sure that you are in a space that is draft free. You know, if you're in your home, you don't want a breeze from your outside patio or you don't want your AC or your heater on uh, moving air around unintentionally. If you are working outside, you'll need to do it on a pretty calm day or night. So the behavior of the flame is what's going to give you the direction. And if that is you know, altered a bunch, I don't know if you're going to get a real great reading. Also, the way the wax falls on a burning candle can give you direction. Again, this will work with, you know, like yes or no type questions. If the wax falls to the right, your answer is yes. If the wax falls and drips to the left, your answer is no. So cauldron magic has a bunch of options. And as popular as candle magic is, Cauldron magic is even more powerful. There are a bunch of homes now being built without fireplaces, and some cities even ban them, um, and outside fires literally like all together. So cauldron workings can substitute for fires and be a great solution for the absence of them. Uh, when working with a cauldron, be sure to have a cast iron cauldron and cast iron only. Really, I wouldn't even mess with any other type of material. Um, all of the material um, will not only you know, struggle to handle the heat, but possibly melt or shatter. And if you have pets like me, specifically a white fluffy young cat that is also drawn to fire, uh, be sure to work in a safe place so they can't knock the cauldron over. With uh, cauldron magic, you want to use, or you can use herbs and combine them with the fire to create smoke. Um, you can do fire spells. A good one is to write down what you want to banish on a bay leaf and burn it. You can do this same type spell using paper as well. Now, to banish, once you have the intention written down, fold the paper away from you, and you'll want three separate folds. If you have a big enough cauldron, you can actually cook in it, 
Castile would be impressed. <laughs> um, and you can burn incense and candles in it. Um, I have not used my cauldron for a simmer pot. I've got a separate, you know, set for that. But I know that is a widely used tool um, as well. Grab your fire herbs for this. Um, add some water. Light a, light a tea candle underneath and breathe in the amazing aromas. All right, bringing the element of fire into your work and office. Yeah, this one is a little bit harder. You know, when we think of fire, at least when I think of fire, we think of an open flame. And an open flame at work might be tough. But fear not, I have some great options for bringing the element of fire into our corporate world. So the first one is coffee. Coffee is connected to fire, so if you are starting your workday at your desk with a cup of coffee, you are bringing in the element of fire to your job. And just like, you know, fire can be for destruction and creativity, stirring your coffee one way or the other will enhance your thoughts. Clockwise brings things to you. Counterclockwise will send things away from you. So uh, see if it's a sunny day, you can take your lunch break outside and bask and kind of soak up all the sunshine. This will draw the energy of fire to you. And even better if you can do this right at noon, as that is the hour of fire. Uh, third is ash. You can actually use ash in a charm bag or spell jar and then bring it to work with you. Uh, good spell work um, for this would be protection and luck. Now, this one I was actually surprised, <laughs> surprised to see, but peony flowers, which is my absolute favorite flower, it always has been, is associated with fire. And we could almost always have a bunch of flowers in a vase at our desk. So the peony is associated with the sun and brings good luck and prosperity, especially to our business. Uh, the peony flower also protects us from hexes and jinxes, and it can protect and attract fairies in our gardens. So fifth would be rosemary. Um, this is also associated with the sun. You can have, or probably you know, won't cause any major alarm if you have a bundle of rosemary in your desk drawer and it will make your whole uh, workspace smell amazing. Uh, C6 is tea. Now, naturally, our sun is associated with tea. This is a great practice to bring into your daily office routines. Sun or no sun, <laughs> fire or no fire, tea's a great afternoon pick-me-up. Um, the seventh one I had, the seventh one I have, sorry, is a sword letter opener. Now, this one's a little creative, but it's a great way to bring the element of fire to your desk. Letter openers can come in many decorative shapes, but one that looks like a sword, which represents fire, is perfect. Uh, eight, I have small candle. Now, I know my office is unique. I'm the owner of my business, so I naturally can decorate how I see fit. <laughs> and I don't need to ask for approval. So I do have uh, candles actually going in my office. But nowadays, you might be able to get away with a small candle, like a little tiny one, at your desk, or in the break room, or maybe even the bathroom. If you can have a small one, you can say your intentions when you light it and look for scents that will embrace the fire element. Um, now, if you can't have an actual candle and you still want that element of a flame, you can always use a battery powered candle. I think they even have rechargeable ones now. Um, that way you'll get the feel without the danger of you know, an open flame. So don't forget, um, you can use a diffuser as well and add your fire elemental aromas like cedar, rosemary, and juniper to bring that element of fire to your workspace. And finally, you can always use the colors, stones, and crystals associated with fire to bring that element into your office. 
your colors are going to be the red, purple, golds. Um, and your stones are amber, bloodstone, carnelian, garnet, fire opal, gold, ruby, sunstone, and tiger's eye. Okay, let's review the element of fire. So the element of fire comes in many forms, right? We have candle flames, we have hearth flames, uh, lanterns, torches, and wood and bonfires. Ashes from fire are also considered part of the element of fire since they carry the workings and the magic of the fire. Typical characteristics of the element of fire are inspiration, confidence, passion, and creativity. Fire is associated with new beginnings, energy, and war. The three zodiac signs with fire are Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. The full moon is associated with fire as well as your color red, orange, and gold. Our direction for fire is south. For our fire element crystals and stones, we want amber, bloodstone, carnelian, garnet, fire, opal, gold, ruby, sunstone, and tiger's eye. Our animals will be the tiger, lion, lizard, bee, ladybug, and scorpion. Our nature spirits will be the salamander, dragon, and phoenix. Our fire element plants are, you know, and herbs are the thorn, holly, basil, garlic, sunflower, Juniper, ash, cacti, cinnamon, ginger, nettle, and thistle. The bougainvillea plant is also part of the fire element, and so is my beloved coffee. <laughs> the two ruling planets with fire are Mars and the sun. Our two most common deities associated with the element of fire are Hestia and Bridget. If you want to work with Hestia, you know, dedicate some um, space. Of course, a spot in the kitchen or by your fireplace is perfect if you have one. Hestia is a Greek goddess of fire and hearth and home. And remember, Hestia did not want to marry and stayed single her whole life. Uh, because of this, Zeus made Hestia the ruler over all sacrifices made to the gods. Bridget, also sometimes called Brig, is the great mother goddess of Ireland and is represented by an eternal flame. So when working with fire, remember this element is both destructive and creative. It's a masculine energy, and you need to have the strength to control it. Fire magic can be used for divination. This is called pyromancy, and is the process of looking into the burning flames and watching them move and dance, or watching smoke rise, or you know maybe watching something burn in the fire to gain information. Cauldron magic and candle magic are great options for working with fire. And bringing the magic of fire element to your office can be done with coffee, basking in the sun on your noon lunch break, <laughs> making a charm bag that has fire ashes in it, and you know keeping it at your desk, having peony flowers at your desk, or even a bundle of rosemary. You can have a sword letter opener, which represents fire. Um, you can add cedar, rosemary, and juniper essential oils to your office diffuser. And of course, you can always use the color stones and crystals associated with fire to bring that element into work with you. So I did write a poem for today's podcast. So here we go. Talk to me, Hestia. What will you say as the fire burns your song today? I see the flames climb and race and burn the oak in my fireplace. Talk to me, Bridget. What do you see when the smoke rises for what will be? What does it say when its puffs are true? And what does it mean for me and you? 
I honor my hearth and home for fire and work with the flames for my desire. Destruction and creativity rise each time as my hopes and wishes are said in rhyme. Of all the elements that make us whole, it's the element of fire that fills my soul. The flames of orange and golden red whisper magical wishes I have said. Oh, fire magic, what will you say in your destructive and creative way? Will you talk to me and guide me true as I burn the flames for me and you? I see the flames climb and race as the mighty oak burns in my fireplace. I talk with Hestia for what she sees, for when the smoke rises, what will be, will be. Well, thank you for joining me today. Uh, Next week's podcast is all about Imbolc, which I'm really excited to talk about. But for now, that is all I have for you this week. Have fun with the new moon this weekend, and I'll talk with you next week. Thank you for joining me today at Witchy Work Wishes, a place to find your weekly inspiration for bringing your personal witchcraft practice into your business, work, and office. For more information and additional content, please visit me online at witchyworkwishes.com. If you want to send me a personal note, please email me at info at witchyworkwishes.com. And of course, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Witchy Work Wishes.